Greetings and welcome to the latest episode of the First Day Podcast. I'm Michael Govier. Join my co-host Leanne Hello and myself as we dive into what we learned this year. It's been a fascinating, complicated, and at times lonely year, especially for me and Leanne. But we've been reunited since August and things are looking up for 2022. But before we head into 2022, we want to make sure that we took stock and we're honest with ourselves about what we learned in 2021. Did we achieve goals? Did we fall short of them? Why did we fall short of them? What prevented us from really maximizing our opportunities and our enjoyment in 2021? Were we still caught up by the same old routines or have we grown tremendously this year? Well, we'll find out in this week's episode. Plus, others will share with us their experiences in the live chat. So sit back and relax and think about the past as we look at 2021 on the First Day Pod. Hey everybody, welcome to the First Day Podcast. Michael Govier, Leanne, hello. It's Sunday night. It's 8 p.m. Eastern time. We do a show every week, once a week for you. We talk about all kinds of things. We try to learn about life, try to maybe improve ourselves. If we can find the wisdom to do so, it's not a requirement for the show, and you are not expected to do anything you don't want to do. But you're welcome to drop any of your thoughts about what we discussed today in the live chat. Yes. <laughs> yes? Yes. Please. Actually, please drop things in the live chat. That's my favorite part of our podcast. I mean, I love Why? our podcast, but that's my favorite part. Why? Because I love engaging with people. Like, that's the whole reason why we wanted to do this. So it's the best part. Why? Because it's like a mastermind. What is Mastermind? Mastermind is where you get um, more than one person, usually more than two, um, together to um, talk about um, the same type of goals or the same type of topic. So then you can create more ideas around that topic by focusing. And every time that you get two brains that go together, then a third brain is kind of created and you get ideas that you didn't even expect were going to come out of it. Wow. Well, that sounds promising. Yeah, it's really so should try that. We do it every week, kind of. Oh, you do? <laughs> kind of, yeah. When? Well, we do it in the podcast, sort of, kind of. But not officially. Not officially. We don't call it a mastermind, but we do get a topic, and then we all talk about the same thing, focus on it, and try to come to a different understanding or a more um, well-rounded kind of understanding of what we're talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> Leanne loves it so much that she does it 7.45 every Sunday morning. I do. We talked about it. We we may switch that. We're going to talk about it this week and see if we can switch it. Worst case scenario, we might switch it to 8.30 just to give a little bit of sleep in time. <laughs> no, it's going to be changed. I don't and, know uh, if it will. It's too hard no, to get the people together. We'll see. There's the only way that it might change is an if... Hour. We'll There's see. other parts of the day to find an hour. It doesn't have to be right in the middle of the weekend at the butt crack at dawn. You know what I mean? No, it's not. It Other could people be out there, if you're hearing that, hear me now as Leanne's dearly beloved thingamabob, <laughs> I uh, would like that to be changed. It's just too complicated. We spend our time together on the weekends, and, you know, I want to spend time with my girlfriend. I don't want to have it be interrupted by that. So that's my beef with it. I got a great idea. You can join the mastermind. No, that would be the opposite of that. No, then we'd be doing it together. It'd be another thing we could do together. I would love to do a mastermind, but I'm not going to do it at 745 on a Sunday morning. <laughs> it's just unnecessary. It's unhealthy. I don't think. No, it's not I unhealthy. I, I'll have to it disagree is. with that. I completely agree with what I said because putting ourselves in these situations where we have to limit ourselves on the weekends, there has to be the time where you can be relaxed in a period of time or you feel comfortable where you're not rushing and do something. And even though it is empowering and inspiring and useful for many different reasons, that is the reason why I don't worry about the other parts. You know what I mean? Nope. <laughs> you don't know what I mean. That's fine. No, because I mean, if we start the morning that way, then the rest of the day is like super exciting. Yeah, but the other six days of the week, you don't start it that way, and life turns out okay. So. Yeah, it could turn out better. 
We could do a mastermind every morning. Maybe you should morning. do a mastermind seven days a week. You should be doing it every morning at 7.45 a.m. I do one on Friday, kind of, um, at 8 a.m. Well, at any rate, if you want a mastermind, get in touch with Leanne. She loves it. Uh, Josh wants to know, what have y'all learned in 2021? Yes. Uh, I don't know. What have you learned, Josh? I bet you've learned a lot this year. I know I've learned a few things. Leanne, what have you learned this year? Oh, my gosh, so much. Um, it was funny because I a few of the things that I put down, one of them is I have fought almost all my life. I have always been like, I'm a creative. I can't be like put into a box in a schedule and I keep a calendar for the things that I need to keep because I have a lot going on. Um, but for things that don't have actual appointments with other people, I really try to keep it like just open and like, I'll get it done. I'll get the workout done when I get the workout done and I'll get like, I get all this stuff done when I'll get it done. And I found this year, I don't know if it's because I don't know. I don't know if it's because I took on so much or what it was, but I realized that I need to, for 2022, um, schedule my life. Like I need to schedule anything that I want to get done. I need to schedule it in my calendar. Otherwise it's not getting done. And it's, um, the things that I miss are the things that I need the most, like taking time dedicated for my exercise. Another thing that I realized is I need to be outside every single day. I have spent way too much time inside without seeing nature. And um, if I go too many days with that, then I'm no good to anybody. So I think those are my two. I have a whole list of things that I learned. But the, I think those are my two big takeaways from this year that finally sunk in for me. Interesting. How about you? Well, how are you supposed to be outside when it's cold out? What do you do about that? Dress up. And what do you do? Go for a walk. Go outside. Ground yourself. Take your shoes off and stand in the grass. You're going to do that in the cold? <laughs> I might. I did it. I went for a walk with Ron. When did I go? And it was like cold. And I went for half of the walk. I didn't do the whole hour, but I did half an hour of it barefoot in the mud. Like I was, it was freezing, but it felt good. Yay! Yeah. So. Well, we're all trying to feel good in 2022. That sounds like fun. Yes. Josh says he's built like a Ford automobile. I don't know what <laughs> that what means. He, that's what he learned. Yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad. Because I don't know. Oh. Is a Ford bad? Is good? Is I like Ford. <laughs> Make it a daily routine. That's what you do. Josh says, I have learned much about my inner self. I've also learned about what my body needs. Also that life could be gone in a split second. That's right, Josh. That's why I said you probably have a lot of lessons that you learned in 2021 that you will apply going forward. And hopefully you can live a more uh, complete and positive existence for you and your family. You could be more mobile by uh, feeling healthier and being able to a little more comfortable in your body as opposed to being in pain all the time. And my brother has been in a lot of pain. It's tough. It's been a tough stretch. So uh, the more that hits you in the face, you'd think you'd want to change, but we don't always do that either. You know, there's a lot of people that I know, I know myself personally, I, I don't change and I'm doing things that are negative to myself. I make myself more heavy by eating bad foods and, you know, the weights are all variables that are changing for everybody, depending on, your genetics and a lot of different variables. So I don't mean that we all need to be a certain weight, but you can all pretty much tell me with the straight look on your face of the weight that you probably feel comfortable at for yourself that is healthy. And that's going to be different for Leanne. It's different for me. And we, you know, I, I considered a lot of things I did this year to be constantly reflective, but at the same time, they were just kind of repetitive routines and behaviors, just doing things again and again and again because I had learned them, even if they were useful or if they were negative, if they were risky. You know, these are things that I need to sit down and say, hey, Mike, why are you doing these things? And I've asked myself that question a million times, but maybe it's time to stop asking why and it's time to start just executing new policies. Because we can all ask yourself, why? Why did I do this? Why did I do that? 
And if you've asked yourself that question a thousand times and you still don't have an answer or you've got 10 different answers, then it's time to just execute a new policy where you execute new behaviors and routines and condition yourself to develop a new habit. And asking yourself just better questions because asking yourself why you're doing the things. Yes, we need to know why we're doing it so we can come down to like, okay, let's fix that, that issue that's going on. Um, Ooh, Josh says also have learned resiliency. Resiliency, I feel like that was like an overarching thing for a lot of people I've talked to in 2021. Um, I think like we all thought that COVID, well, I don't know if we all thought, but I know a lot of us thought that COVID was going to be a thing of the past. Last year at this time, we were like, okay, finally, 2021, let's move on. And then it was so much more of the same. Um, and we had to be resilient. We had to be able to bounce back. Um, very good, Josh. That's awesome. Um, yeah, asking ourselves better questions. So if we can't come up with figuring out why we do the things that we do, even though that's a really great question, just asking ourselves what we really want and then what do we need to do to get there? Those are the questions that we need to ask. It doesn't matter why we why we did the things that we did. Why do we keep doing the same things? Why can't I get out of this? Because then you'll get the answers. Why can't why do I keep doing the same things? Well, because it's a habit. Well, because it's this. Well, because and you're going to find the answers to whatever question you ask. So if you ask the questions like, you know, where do I want to be? Then you'll start answering that question and then how do I get there? And then you'll start answering that question and it'll be in a, a forward momentum rather than just like stuck in the same kind of hamster wheel. So asking better questions, I feel like has been a, a big thing that I've been trying to do, but I'm still not great at it. Uh, well, we're all working at it and doing the best we can every day. And some of us don't care at all. We just kind of flounder and life passes us by. Next thing you know, it's over. So right? That's your favorite. Well, next thing, you will perish from this life. And as we close out 2021, not everybody has a finite amount of time, do they? Everybody has a finite amount of time. Oh, they do? Okay. We just don't know what listening. it is. Uh, Josh says, I also learned to push through adversity and succeed. And He's pulling A's and B's in school full-time, working full-time, staying current in class during heart surgery while being present with his family. So Josh has been a busy boy, really Boom. putting the effort in there. And uh, give Josh a lot of credit for that. Well done, Josh. Yes. Three cheers for you. Hip, hip, hooray. That's really positive news. I'm glad to hear that for you. As life moves forward and the clock starts to wind down, you want to make sure that you gave it everything you could because you'll only be disappointed and be filled with regret if you find that you waste these years and these months and these weeks and these days they're all opportunities for us and they may sound lame to some of you but it's true it's very much true take the time to connect with people take the time to find yourself involved in activities and habits that you really not just enjoy it's not you're not supposed to have like a constant grin like hey all day that's not what i'm saying what you need to do is you know write down a list what do i what do i find interesting what do i take not joy but uh, what do i what do i what am i satisfied what brings me satisfaction that's a better word than joy necessarily what do you think leanne I love the word joy, but yeah, I no, want to say. I'm just saying, let's not set unrealistic <laughs> expectations 24-7. There's nothing wrong with the word joy, but that wasn't the point of the conversation. The point I think is. Finding, I think focusing on finding purpose is super important, whatever. Hey, Chris. Hey, hey. Chris Januski's here. Yeah, from New York. Hey, buddy. All right, Chris Januski from New York. Welcome in. Thanks for joining the show. He is so special. He's such a wonderful guy, that one. So, he is like so open-minded to stuff. I told him we were in like a little chat and I had told him about Think and Grow Rich. And like the next time I talked to him a couple weeks later, he was like, yep, so I, I listened to that whole audiobook. That was so good. And then he wanted to get it like, it's so cool. Anyway, Chris, I'm glad you're here. Hey, um, I think we need to start really figuring out what what makes us feel like we have purpose and doing more of the things that bring us purpose. And it doesn't have to be like, well, I'm going to go and like, you know, save 
the world or I'm going to go and like fix this huge problem. Mm-hmm. Feeling fulfilled and feeling like you have purpose is taking care of your family, is taking care of you, is taking care of doing your job the best that you can, no matter what your job is. No matter anything that you do, you can have that feeling of that's my purpose. And it doesn't have to be anything that's huge or it can be daily little things. But if we don't wake up and feel like we have any purpose that day, those are the days that become really repetitive and really slow and sad. And But if we have purpose, then even the repetitive things can be exciting because you know that you're you're doing something for somebody else or you're part of a bigger picture kind of thing. Hmm. I think that's another like a better question to be asking too is what – how can I kind of help – the greater good or be a better part of the the kind of full picture out there the big picture how can i do it what's the secret we'd love to hear from all of you uh yancy's here hi yancy oh my hey. god oh, i haven't seen that? you here in forever yancy oh my goodness this is like a christmas miracle look at everybody popping up christmas miracle chris yancy josh everybody's here thank you yancy i know you have something useful to say so we would love to have you type even though typing is hard, is what he said. Josh says, I find purpose is so important. I agree. That is a great point, Leanne. Of course, Leanne. Leanne, Thanks, you're the master of purpose. Tell people why you're the master of purpose. I don't I don't know that I'm the master of purpose. Um, why not? But I do. It's funny. Like, I've been thinking about that recently, and I do feel like that's why I... I really do enjoy most things that I do. Like there's parts of my job and there's parts of my career and there's parts of my taking care of myself that aren't, like you said, enjoyable. They're not like, hey, what do you want to do on Saturday night? I know I want to do the accounting. You don't, there's certain things that you just don't want to do, but you have to get done. But even those things are like, feel good because you know that you're like doing something that just means something and it feels good to do things that mean something, you know, and that you're helping people. And I just took on, I don't know if I told you, but anyway, I took on, I think I did. Um, I took on like another role, like a leadership role with the networking people that I, uh, that's where Chris is from actually in New York. And it's one of those things that like, it feels good to be able to help, you know, that group. Um, they've given me so much that I love the fact that I'm going to be able to give back to them. And that mm-hmm. like whole reciprocity kind of thing feels good. And so when you fill your day with those kinds of things, they don't need to be filled with sitting on the beach or, you know, doing your quote unquote favorite things. Everything you do can be one of your favorite things if you just put your full love into it, I think. A whole lot of love. There's nothing wrong with a whole lot of love. I think that's very useful. People should be free to express themselves open yourself up take a chance share your love with everybody one day it might be gone and you'd be like darn it i wish that love was still here you know what i mean true true it is very true there's a lot of love to be given you just gotta go make sure that you put yours out there first and then hopefully it'll come back to you in a greater greater amount i really hope that would happen for all of you i really think that's possible i think anything's possible right isn't it anything possible haven't you all learned that by now is that truly yes for for the most part yes for the most part ah okay that's the other thing that i really learned this year and i've been kind of learning it and as i'm getting older but i used to be like totally black and white like it's right or wrong it's this or that it's whatever. And now I'm realizing like the majority of life is in that like in between stage. It's more in that like gray. And so I, one of the, the kind of quotes or sentences that, um, I kind of, I've noticed that I'm living by a lot more in the last year is, and it's kind of like, you can either be, um, would you rather be right or be happy? And for me, I, I used to always want to be right. That was like, I had this like engineer for, brain yeah. Why? and I was like, Why? there's the right answer. And I, I always wanted to be right. It With was who? Your everybody. It didn't matter. It didn't really? matter. When I was in my twenties, 
I would want to be right. And then even if I knew I was wrong, I would still want to defend my position, <laughs> hoping that oh. I could like seem right. It was dumb. And now I'm and Chris just Chris like, says it's about perspective, though. A lot of it comes down. Amen. Yes. Look at this. We got a bigger response from Yancey. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know you want to be right, but Yancey No, wants I don't to say anymore. Something. No, oh, I you don't. don't I don't anymore. care. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't care. All right. Uh, don't forget, firstdaypod at gmail.com if you want to email us. And we have a book club on Monday nights. It's a lot of fun. Any book that we all choose together, it's about books that help us learn about ourselves and have honest discussions with each other. Even if they're not, you know, terribly comfortable at times, we got to... We got to dig deeper within ourselves, share it amongst ourselves, and then find a greater understanding with the whole. Yancy says, I want it. You okay? Yeah, I'm just going to say I'm so excited because all the votes are coming in for the next books. And I figured out I'm doing like a point system. So instead of just how many people voted, I'm putting a point system to if you voted for the uh, first, like you do the top three, the first book gets three points. The second book gets two points. The third I book see. gets one point. And now you can see what the top, and I think we're just going to pick six books and just be, have that like done. And Woo! the sleep revolution and atomic habits are at the top of the list. I'm super excited. Can you tell us she's sleep? excited folks? Uh, Yancy <laughs> says, I wanted to ask if you guys have any advice for those of us struggling with spending time with family this holiday season. It's so hard when it feels like you have no commonalities with them. Ah! Um, he put that at the end, by the way. So Yancey also says the majority of life is in that in-between stage. Yes, Leanne. Yes. <laughs> Can I, I answer Yancey that? would sound a lot different than me. You want to answer this question or this concern related to the holidays and family that you just don't have a lot of commonalities with yeah uh i don't have all the answers but what i would suggest is that it's the same thing not only with family but with like a lot of people feel like if people are so far away for, or they seem so far away from the way you live your life or the way that who you are or whatever it's so easy for all of us to be like well what could i possibly talk to that person about because we just don't have anything in common um we all have a lot more in common than we think we do. It's just a matter of like asking more questions and getting away. If there's, if you know, usually when we're arguing about stuff or when we say, oh gosh, I just don't have anything and God, uncle, uncle Jim is going to be coming. And like, we just, we don't see eye to eye on anything. Usually it's a few things that you don't see eye to eye on. But there are things that you could potentially see eye to eye on, or you could ask him about something totally different than what you guys would normally like end up arguing about and see what his idea is about that or see what his position is about that and have conversations in something that you would have more interest in. So maybe before you're going to go and see family, really kind of think about what kind of questions or what kind of conversations could I bring up, even if it's small talk, but what could I bring up that would kind of like, we'd be able to see him maybe a little bit differently. Like asking about like, what was, what was your favorite thing growing up? Well, most people have something that was their favorite thing growing up and you might get to know that part of him. Or what was your favorite job? And why, like, why was that your, like, ask about the past and <laughs> Uncle Jim is a dweeb. I agree. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, so I feel like asking questions like that, or like, how was high school for you, or, or I don't know, asking stuff like that. I feel like would be cool. And usually, when we get together with our family, it's not for three days solid. You're having like conversations in and out. You know, and so you can have these little conversations and then see where it goes. But it doesn't have to be always about, you know, the same thing that just because it usually is all the arguments are the same kind of story rehashed. So going back to that, that might be fun. It's all been different. done. Right. No. When was the last time that you asked any family member about how it was when they were growing up or how their school was or I've what their favorite them. subject was in school? I've definitely asked that question. Really? Yeah, because I want to know. I, I need to learn about the past. 
Oh, see, you're so cute. I've asked my dad that. I've asked my mom that. I've asked, uh, I don't know if I've ever sat with some uncles or not. I, there's not a big family to go through here anyway, so I don't have yeah. a, a big family. I have a small family. See, that seems neat, I think. You're my family now. Yeah, I am. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll raise a big family. Who knows how many kids we'll have? There's a lot of questions coming up here, sir, please. <laughs> Yancey, I know that we talked this week. We texted, exchanged information through a telephone, through text. And we were talking about this. And I find that uh, if it's possible to express your own current challenges in your life and see if they have an understanding of it, you might find some more common ground or you might find a safer footing to step out into to go a little bit further. Or maybe that person will too. They'll feel like, you know, what people love to do if they're the, t there's a lot of people out there who love to tell you how things should be, or this is the way to do it. They want to solve people's problems. They want to look like they're smart and they want to look like, Hey, look at me. I can fix you and I can help you. I can be the difference maker. And some people take a lot of pride in that and they have their egos filled with that. So if you can find family members, you're struggling to find other relations to that will maybe help you, but you have to open up a little bit to them first. And that might be even more challenging because you're probably feeling some type of resentment or uh, frustration with them. So I can see that being a challenge, but something to consider, something to nibble on, Yancey. A little nibble for you. That's a cool idea. Uh, Yancey says, a very sound advice, Leanne. Hello. Focus on commonalities and not what divides us. That is very sound. That's a very rock-solid premise. Good job, Leanne. No, well, that was very well said, Yancey. <laughs> Josh says, I think that could be a big takeaway from this year is overcoming adversity. Yeah, well, every year is filled with adversity. It just depends who you are. So, Chris says, how did you end up in your career as open-ended and usually... How did you end up in your career as open-ended and usually has a great story? Yeah. That one of the big you know things. Yeah. Yeah. If you ask people like, instead of just like, what do you do? Or like, you know, you know what their job is. Say, how did you end up in your career? That is a really cool. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Oh, Chris is chuckling at how things should be. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, how we want things to be and how they should be and how they will be. Those are all three different categories. Right, Chris? Yancy. We hope that you have a, I don't know, if you need somebody to talk to that you feel like uh, can relate to you, you can always contact me. I am here to help. Uh, I can't be there in person, and I can't serve you fruitcake. But uh, I don't know. What do you eat at the holidays? What do you, yeah, what do you guys eat at the holidays, Yancey? I don't know. What's your favorite dish? Let us know. Everybody, let us know. What's your favorite holiday dish? Can you provide us with a healthy dish for this holiday season that could help mm -hmm. us get through without uh, feeling too miserable the next day. Yes. Yeah. Yancey says, how wild that Josh Govier happens to have the same last name as you, Michael. What are the odds? I know, it is it's weird. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's so neat. <laughs> we just, you know, they attract Govier's to the show. They flies to the honey. Mm -hmm. Do flies get attracted to the honey or is that bees? I but wouldn't know. flies love honey? Because they like gross. They like sweet stuff. Flies like. I believe so. Yeah. I, I feel like know. I'm mixing up my uh, phrases. And anyway, thanks know. for the live chat so far. You guys have been really participatory and I am very grateful for that. I know Leanne already said it makes her day. So you're making Leanne's day right now, which is wonderful news. Josh says sweet potatoes and ambrosia. What? These are not. Sweet potatoes are healthy. That's good. Sweet potatoes are a good call. Ambrosia is something that needs to go. I don't know who started this decades ago, but it's not a healthy uh, item at the dinner table at all. It's usually filled with marshmallows and sugar treats, right, Leanne? I think that's what it is, yeah. 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 Turkey's a safe play. But we just had Thanksgiving. I'd like to switch it up. I Hopefully, you know, you do something different because turkey is Thanksgiving, and then a month later we're eating turkey again. I would like to rotate maybe a... Some prime rib would be nice if you really want to splurge. That, That's what I know we do. That's what we were doing because we, yeah. When was we, this? How long ago was this? <laughs> last year we did it. And, well, since we haven't been with the other family because we've only had the four of us. 
Oh. When you came, didn't we have prime rib when you came? No, I would remember my prime rib. Come on mm -hmm. now. Yes. I'm going to have to ask my mom. I think you did. I remember prime rib. What I'll did you have? Uh, we had Taco Bell, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we had Taco Bell. Right. I, I'm sorry. I thought it was Friday. It was rip. Boxing Day two, two years ago. Uh, Chris oh. says, we made pierogies yesterday for Christmas. My wife's family's Ukrainian. Oh, right. That's Yummy. wonderful. Pierogies, um, you know, if you have them in moderation, it's fine, but they can be. Uh, They're addictive. They oh, my God. High I caloric density is all I'm saying. So I love pierogies. I, I mean, Chris, I love pierogies. I mean, when I lived in Maryland, I lived on pierogies every day. It got really out of control. And uh, so I love pierogies, but I know that they can be uh, filled with cheese and potatoes and um, delicious stuff that, you know, if it had moderation, once again, it's all about moderation. We've all heard this phrase 800,000 times, but it's all about moderation. Yes. Michelle says, oh, by the way, Yancey, Michelle Katz, you recognize her last name doesn't say Govier, though, so... It's weird that her last name isn't Govier, Yancey. I wonder why that is. Years ago, I did prime rib. You weren't around yet. Oh, shit. I wasn't around yet. Oh, well. Oh. That's okay. So, anyways, let's get back to the uh, discussion well, we here. You know, yeah, what else did we learn this year? One of the big things, too, that I learned, and it was hard. It was like an up and down everything this year, but that we really need to... Well, no. You guys can do whatever you want. I really need to use my food as fuel. Otherwise, it uses me. It is unbelievable how aware I've been about what happens when I'm eating the wrong foods, where when I was like younger, I was, you know, like, yeah, the weight would go up and it's like, eh, that sucks. And then you just kind of move on. But now it's like my energy dramatically shifts if I'm and I can't get as much done. Um, and so sure it now, does. Yeah, now I'm like really trying to to eat to fuel my body for what I need. And I've, I've been it. okay with if I know that I'm going to be going out and doing like like when I was doing the, the uh, marathon, I was okay with like upping all the carbs and stuff because I knew I was going to be, you know, burning it off. But when I know that I'm not going to be doing anything, then recently I haven't been having any of the carbs and I've been like on fire at the desk. So, Yay. yeah, the food is fuel is huge. And I know we all yes. know that, but. Um, How did you learn that, though? What was your process for trying to recall what you learned this year? What do you, for right now, to prep for this? Yeah. How did you, did you go through like a journal or did you just think about the year and they popped no, in your head? I just, I just thought about the year. I thought about, I kind of like just closed my eyes and then just started writing um, of all the things that I, I kind of came up with. Um, some of them were, one of them was lower my expectations. That was something that you taught me in 2020. Oh, I remember um, that very well. That was a huge one. Um, which I guess we should, <laughs> we should kind of explain that one. Cause it's like, it sounds kind of bad, but it's really not. Uh, it was at the beginning of the pandemic and I kept like having this, it'll be over. <laughs> it'll be over in a month. It'll be over in a month. We're going to be back together. We're going to be okay. And you were like, we need to just lower our expectations. And when it happens, it happens. That's awesome. But we can't keep having these like high expectations about what our future is going to look like right now. And doing that, I started doing it at the end of the year last year. And this year, I've really been trying to do it. And it's it's so good. So thank you. Yay! Yeah. That, is, that is lovely. That's why mm -hmm. I love you. I'm really glad to hear that. I've didn't forget about that, but I hadn't thought about it in a little bit. So that's uh, that's definitely what it's all about right there. Making yeah. a recommendation to someone you care about. And then not only do they see it as useful, but they really take something from it. That's wonderful. That's what communication and connection is all about, right? Oh, yeah. You want to hear? Here's another thing is so at the beginning of the year, we wrote down like what, what our goals were. And it was like for how many books I was going to read. And I was focusing on like, and I still, I got to go and find out how many books I read, but um, it was a matter of having that number. Like, yeah, I, like I read all these books and I was just talking in the mastermind this morning where I said, you know what? I just don't, oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. 26 books. Oh, that's so funny. In my head, it was like, did I want to do 60? Was I being ridiculous? Yeah, clearly I was. This is a picture head. from January 1st, 2021 at 8, 14 PM. We have to do another one. I'm so excited uh, to do that with you next week. Yeah, I would. I'd like to see you. That would be nice. Yeah, I would be all about that. And yeah. we could do this. So yeah. most of this list is a failure. 
<laughs> Total. I mean, I didn't meet the goals. If however you want to word it. Except death, uh, I've gotten a little better with that, but I still got a lot of work to do with that one. Mm -hmm. And all these other ones, you know, all podcasts make money. <laughs> That's hilarious because you don't make money doing a podcast, you silly bird. That's what I learned, Michael. You, you I had a dose of reality come by way, and that's okay. But Good. we love doing this podcast regardless because it's more than about money. So. Mm -hmm. So anyways, there's a there's the list. Uh 2000 miles on the elliptical, Leanne. Did you do that? <laughs> no. Or walking. Maybe you did. I did do more walking. Okay, good. Yeah, but, but I saying. didn't I don't think I did 2000, but I think I want to jump that any No, no. Here's one of the things is that I'm realizing that having these like so we do I I need I like and I love having big goals and big audacious like this is what I want. Um but this year I want to have goal daily goals. Like I want to still have my vision. Like my, it'll be my vision of like, this is where I want to be. And this is who I want to be at the end of the year. Um, mm -hmm. one of the things is in our mastermind, we came up with, um, and Chris, actually, we talked about it, um, writing ourselves a letter dated next year at this time and congratulating ourselves for all of the things that we've accomplished this past year and who we've become. And Yay! I think that's really cool. But um, I don't really want to focus on having these goals of like 2,000 2, uh, miles on the elliptical. Um, <laughs> because then it's like, it sounds nice, but I would rather just say that I'm going to get 20 minutes of exercise every day and just like keep focusing on that. So every day that I wake up, I have like a new like refreshed kind of goal for that and just okay. keep working at that. Um, and the books, I don't want to do that many books. I want to be more of substance this year. And so if I just yes. have four books that I it's study, quantity. Yes. Yeah. And just like come out this year really. Oh, what's happening? Who's that guy? This is me on January 2nd of 2021. Do I look different? You do a little bit. Yeah. Am I doing the picture? Kind of. Yeah. Uh, which way? <laughs> yeah, no, you're doing it the right way. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yes, Leah, I think that's a great idea. Yes, it's more about substance and yes. maximizing, being a master instead of being like, you know, jack of all trades. Yes. Master of none, that type yes. deal. Uh, we have several comments here. Oh. Chris said, uh, I learned the importance of setting goals, writing it down and breaking it down to bite-sized pieces. Awesome. Chris, yeah. that's fantastic. I love it. Yes. I was told my body will let me know if I ate something not good for me. And I learned that by trying a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A after surgery and I felt awful. Yeah, Josh. Oh, boy. Josh, that stuff is trash. Mm -hmm. I mean. It sounds like the better option. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's better than the French fries. Um, but look, as someone, I'm an expert in this stuff. I'm an absolute master. Josh, you could write your own book about this stuff. You know about this food, too. Chick-fil-A is not for you anymore. It's time to say farewell, Chick-fil-A. It's been a great run. Maybe one day in 10 years after you've mastered it and you're like, you know, I had a Chick-fil-A sandwich the other day and, you know, I didn't even want it. All I know is Chick-fil-A is bad news because it's just, I know your situation too, so I'm not going to go all the details about it, but I just want you to be healthy and I want you to have a happy and wonderful family in 2022. The whole lot of you together, feeling good about each other and eating good stuff. That's what I want for you. But what I want for you is maybe it's not what you want for yourself either. So you can't impose yourself, Mike. I can't impose myself on my brother's wishes either. It's important. Sounds like he wants it though, too. That's exciting. Well, Michelle says, blessed are those without expectations for they shall not be disappointed. That's a good one, mom. I like that. I like it. You'd make a great audiobook narrator. Oh, yeah, that was on the list there. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. That's true. Uh, I, I tried to do, I did sign up for it back in April and then I did a couple tries and I never heard back and I gave up. That's pretty easy to do. Uh, Chris says, have three little goals every day. Yes. Oh my God. Leanne, that sounds like you. I can't believe you haven't thought of this. I have a book that I just have negated, but it's actually the productivity planner and it has top three goals. And then uh, top three and then the next three and you can't move on to the next three until you've done the top three that chris boom i love it that's fantastic mm -hmm. so 
Yes. So what I did, Leanne, is I went back in these pictures and I looked at my, I just looked at all the pictures from the year and they nice. reminded me of moments of where I was and mm -hmm. what I'd done and what I wanted to do. So if you take pictures throughout the year and you save them all, uh, they could be a great way for you to go back. And I would strongly recommend go back and look at your uh, year in review here, not your Spotify wrapped playlist. I'm talking about your pictures. Go back and look at your pictures and videos for the year. What do they tell you? What kind of story do they tell to you? What do they remind you of? That's a great idea. Yeah. So for me, I... <laughs> what did you learn? I, just, I learned a lot of stuff. I learned that uh, I had plans and that I was kind of going back in time and looking at some things I'd done in the past and whether they were the right decision or the wrong decision or what What was I thinking at the time when I made those choices? Uh, how did I get to that point? Uh the goals I had, I had, there's a lot of pictures of me cooking grilled chicken that, uh, you know, would have been good for me. Uh, yeah. I was on a, I was on a decent stretch there in January. I actually got on a roll for a minute. I was eating steak and chicken every day, but then I kind of got off it. So, because I just didn't have, uh, I had bad habits. So even if you try to create a new habit, the bad habit's going to, thrive in the end because it's already dominant it's already in control and that's a really go ahead go ahead it's nothing it's just a bad story you're telling yourself well you're not letting me finish the story okay go ahead <laughs> to create a new habit that was the next point i was going to say <laughs> you have to have social support and you have to be actively involved with yourself and others around you and the situation around you. Environment, social, all these things matter if you're going to try to create a new way forward. So that was the point. It's like nothing had changed, and I just kind of tried to do it in the same habits and routines and environment and social situation. But all of that stuff was still the same, so. Yes. But another part of that is the story that you're telling yourself. So if you're telling yourself the story that happened, do not. No, don't roll it. Come on. Don't roll your eyes. You know, it's true no, that man. if you're focusing on if you're telling yourself that, OK, you know what? I have bad habits and those are going to trump everything else. Then they're going to trump everything else. So you're defeating the purpose. Our belief system is huge. Our belief system. Yes. Is a yeah, big yes. Yes. Part of what we do in our life. Right. And the story well, I'm we critically tell reviewing now mm -hmm. is different than the story I was telling myself at the time. In no, the belief system. You say that. Yeah. Okay. This is after the fact. Okay. I'm telling you what happened. Okay. It didn't work, did it? No, but it is an overarching story that you tell yourself. Yeah, there can be an overarching story. Yeah. So, no, I don't, but that's not the story I tell myself either. It's not that I'm going to fail. Okay. If I told myself an overarching story of failure, then I wouldn't want to do anything. There wouldn't be any purpose to my life. Right. No. But you do say that it's your house. As long as I'm in the yeah, house. Yeah, I said that. As long as I'm yeah, in the I've house. I've thought about that. I've thought that, that a lot recently. Mm -hmm. Actually, working with Noom every day. And I've been using Noom, the app. For those of you who don't know, Noom, N-O-O-M. Mm -hmm. It's an app that you can use. Cognitive behavioral therapy tips every day. Nine to 12 minutes of reading or listening. Your choice. Answering questions. Writing things down. And food logging, weighing yourself every day. All of these things are included and you must do them. So uh been doing that for a couple of weeks now. And, uh, you know, I've lost a little bit of weight and there's been some progress here, but I'm still in that same house. So I think in the end, even the house is still an excuse because what didn't change though is I'm still alone. And that I still see as a challenge, frankly, but it is possible. A lot of these end up being excuses that we latch on to because it's easier to latch on to them than it is to continue forth and continue to try again. It's That's what ends all of these hopes and dreams and passionate goals that we display for ourselves, we write down for ourselves, we share with our loved ones. They all get ended by the fact that we just bring them to a halt because a mistake was made or something is viewed as a disappointment happens. And then you say, oh, that well, party's over now. Who cares? That's the problem. So I, I definitely see that. That's something I've learned this year and going to keep on trying. we got several comments here. Uh, I have set goals to walk just a little bit more than the day before each day. Josh nice. says, just like Forrest Gump. That's brilliant. Right. I love that. 
Chris says, reminds me how important my family is to me. That's very lovely, Chris. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear that. Josh wants to fit into old clothes in a closet that he can't fit into right now. That's a great goal. That'd be wonderful. That definitely takes effort. Ooh, can I, I give was... a little tip on that? Yeah, you know something is about this. When you when you get out of the clothes that you're in right now and you move into the old clothes, do yourself a favor and donate the clothes that you don't fit into anymore that are too big for you and get them out of your closet. Because I have been notorious for like, I've got six sizes in my closet. Well, it gives yeah. me the easy, like, oh, okay, well, I can just go up and go down all I want. Um, but then as soon as you have to start buying new clothes, that's where you're like, oh, maybe I'll try to do something about this before it gets out of hand. Ugh. Yeah, yeah great goal though. Very, that's a good point though, Leanne. Thanks for sharing yeah. that. Josh, mm-hmm. listen to her. She knows what she's talking about. Oh my goodness, look at Bernie. <laughs> look at you. You look completely different. You got a I different do. head of hair on that one. Yeah, very different. I'm wearing full on makeup. That's funny. Yeah, that was for uh, Show Us Your Purple Day. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's for Banna. That's what I thought it was. I yeah. thought it was. Uh, Chris yeah. wants to know, how is Noom going? Noom. I don't like saying Noom. It sounds like a, it's a hard word. It doesn't come out no. smooth. Noom. How is yeah. Noom going? I did it for about six months, months in 2020. All right. Well, Chris, I think it's a very useful app, and I would recommend it to you. And anyone else, if you're looking to create some constructive habits, some daily accountability, you still have to use the app, though. Like, you could just ignore the app forever. So, in the end, it's still just an app. And you could do a lot of things that Noom does by yourself, logging daily meals, weighing yourself, um, drinking your water. Uh, The only other thing it does is it offers daily information and quizzes and furthers your understanding. It also creates a constant sense of, hey, there's something going on here that I'm trying to work towards, which is useful. So I think it's useful, and I'm glad that I signed up for it. And it's all thanks to Leanne. She's the one who started it. So you did. I know. I just didn't continue it. No, I'm very proud of you. You're doing wonderful. You were hung up on the free trial stuff. (laughs) I was. But it was enough to get me started. Like, getting into that like groove of it i agree i've i've i'm shocked at how many people i've talked to over the last 10 days like four different people like oh yeah i tried noom like everyone has tried this or they've used it and it's been useful for them so i'm just the latest in the long line and i would recommend it to anybody watching or listening to this right now the first day podcast check out noom we're unofficial sponsor maybe one day that'd be a great opportunity if noom actually sponsored us maybe one day we'll be that cool that's one of our goals we're not talking about goals yet goals will be on the last show of the year here we'll talk about 2022 goals yeah Uh, one thing we learned is you can't just do a podcast and expect it to flourish you got to put the work in yes right yes Josh says, I think being okay with being alone, Mike, is important because it gives the lesson to be comfortable with yourself. Beautiful. I I love being alone. It's fine. I've lived my life alone. That's all I've ever known. I'm cool with that. It's just some of the things we do when we're alone. But you've been doing great. We're all doing great. (laughs) Every day, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We're doing great every day. Chris said, I found it. Help keep me accountable. Yes, Chris, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? What else did we learn this year, Leanne? You can anything? do more than you think you can. You can do more than you think you can. What if you think you can do more than you think you can? You should can you do more than you think you can of that? Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, like, if you keep pushing yourself, then in five years, you'll be doing much more than you do now. Usually. If you shoot for the moon and you fall a little bit short, you still travel a long way. Yes. Amen. That one has stuck with me. Leanne said that to me when she was first talking about goals a couple years ago. And she's like, yeah, even if we don't get there, you know, hey, if you don't, if you shoot for a million bucks, you don't make a million dollars a year, but you make 200 grand. That's still a good year. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. of course it is. That's great. Yeah. So I have no fear. I have no fears at all in setting goals because if they don't work out, they didn't work out. So there's no accountability in the end. It's like, oh, well, who cares if I met a goal or not? So, so it's really easy to not meet 
actually, that sounds, that doesn't sound as uh, inspiring or useful maybe as I thought it would. Yeah. Why not? There is, that is a good point though. There is something to not putting a huge expectation on yourself because I do have gals that I work with um, through goals and that is one of their things that they shoot too low and they say, because I will get like depressed or I will get really upset if I'm not meeting those goals. And so they're actually doing themselves a disservice because they're setting their goals so low that it's not exciting. And if it's not exciting, you're not going to do it. And so you're kind of like just kicking yourself out from under before you even get started, where if it's something that's really exciting, then you'll keep pushing. And so even if you keep kind of like faltering, you're still going and grabbing that, that bigger, kind of thing and it gets exciting. Um, but you just have to give yourself grace when you don't get there, realizing that the majority of people that are succeeding have more failures behind them than they do have any success. Yeah, that's a great point. That's really well said. That's why you're the best. I love when you say on, things stop. like that. No, I'm serious. Okay. That's a really excellent point. Why'd mm -hmm. you, th you think I was not serious? I just, I don't know. No, I think that you're serious. I just have a difficult time when you when you say things that like, "Oh, you're the best." I just I hate. Anyway, who cares? You hate All being right, the best? I love you, babe. I love you. Okay, so let's see what other people have. Do to you say. hate being the best? No, uh, you can't, I don't. You're not going to pull that on this show. You're you're on a real show here, so we have to set an we have to set an example. I have a hard time because I know that I I know that we all have like I just have the best. Just for some reason, it just irks me because I just don't like when people are like you're the best. I just don't feel like there's a, I don't feel like there's like a whole lot to it because it's just like, man, nobody's really the best. Like there's, I don't know. I just have a, I just have a hard time. with it. That's, that's something I have to get over. You're the best around. No I, one's going to ever keep you down. Come on. It's so inspiring. I love you so much. Okay. I love you too. Okay. Michelle says, push through the fear. That's right. I've learned this year that fear is related to every single thing that prevents us from doing anything. It's all it is. That's the bottom line. It's all fear-based. That's all it is. Whether you're afraid of heights or you're afraid that people will find out who the real you is, it's all fear-based. Wow. I've definitely found I could do more than I thought I could this year. Many of the things discussed tonight are great life lessons. That's right, Josh. I agree. Thank you, Michelle sir. says, goals and expectations are not the same thing. Beautiful. Hmm. Goals. A goal is a set post. It's like locked into the ground. And it's dug a hole and you put it in. You, it's there. You can see it. A goal is out there for you to reach. An expectation is something that you would hope for. You like you you plan for it to happen. You're like, oh, I expect this to happen. Mm -hmm. But a goal is something you work for. Expectations are a state of mind. In fact. Goals and expectations are intertwined because if you're going to have a goal, you want to expect to achieve it. So really, they actually, they're just in a symbiotic relationship where the one feeds the other. And I feel like you just have to be more, I really feel like a lot of these lessons that we have and a lot of the things that I'm learning is the way that you come to it. Um, so like uh, my chest, like I just feel like, if you come after things with a more calm kind of mindset and heart set at the expectations, like I expect that good things are going to happen to me and I expect that, you know, my life is going to turn out, then you don't get really riled up when something happens that didn't, didn't meet your expectations. Then I think that's okay that we can, we can have those expectations. Um, I expect, um, goodness to be all around me and I expect to get the good parking spot and I expect like I expect a lot of stuff but then if I if it doesn't happen I'm not let down and I think that's the big thing and the thing that you were talking about Mike is that like just not letting yourself get like let down or putting too much stock into it then that's like just coming from a softer place of it is huge and goals just like Goals, you always want to put like a timeline on it. Otherwise, it'll never get done. So you always want to put like a timeline on it. However, if you get to that timeline and you haven't hit your goal, don't change your goal. If it is something that you really, really want, just change the timeline. And that is something that I learned this year. Um, 
because for me, when I'm setting goals, I need them to be closer. I need them to be like upfront. And even if it's on like, Eh, you probably won't hit that in like three weeks or you won't hit that next month. I'd rather like try to push to do it and get there. And then if I don't, I can just push it one month out or another two weeks out. Um, but I wouldn't want to change my goals. So once you set goals and they feel like they're part of your, your being and that's what you really want, don't change it just because you didn't hit it in the time. Very lovely. Well done. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great place to wrap up the show. You've done a fine job today. Yes. No? This was fun. <laughs> yes. What? yes. What was that? Because I saw when when Michelle was saying, maybe your best self, I like that. So there's a mm-hmm. comment there that, that um, your mom was saying, maybe your best self would be something instead of like just the best, but your best self. I agree with that. I agree that every day you just try to be your best, no matter what that is. And it might be different. If you go get your booster shot and you're like run down for the next three days, your best is going to be way different than if you, you know, you wake up and you have like, you're full of energy. But as long as you just do your best that day, that's, that's all that matters. That's a really good one, Michelle. And I think that's a really good place to end <laughs> yes how about this eric branchum popping in we never hear from him on this show hey. wow what a treat he does listen though so he uses awesome. the, the podcast version which is available on all podcast platforms in fact if you do care about the show and you find it of use a five-star review on apple Podcasts will be a wonderful holiday gift for us this year Five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps the show grow, gives it more exposure in the Apple realm because they control everything. So that's how it goes. Uh, Eric says, I want to thank you guys for your show with Chris Deary. His story inspired me to finally reach out and schedule an appointment with a counselor to help me with anxiety and depression. Well, how about that? Wow. Uh, what well, you couldn't ask for something better than that. That's beautiful. That's the literal goal of the show is for people to do things like that. And what a moment that is. I hope Chris finds out about that because, Chris, you're responsible for that. So last week's show was Chris Deary talking open and honestly about his gambling addiction. It had been about a year since things kind of happened for him. So look at that. Eric, you made Leanne cry a little bit on the show. Yay! That's just beautiful. Congratulations, Eric. And I'm glad that that's what that's exactly what the show is all about. So. I know Eric, uh, and that is a huge deal. He is someone who has been afraid, concerned about therapists. Can you trust therapists? Which I think is just a ludicrous notion, but that's me. That's not. That's very him. normal. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, well, I don't know. If, I don't know if we're going to call it normal, but it's certainly something that happens that people think about. And well, I am quote really quote normal. Like that none of us really want to be. None of us really want to be like, quote unquote, normal. But it's like what society kind of puts out there that it's whatever. Right. I see what yeah. you're saying. Point being, Eric, thank you. That was wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you to Chris. And thanks to all of you for chiming in a live chat tonight. Another fascinating show. Hopefully we brought something to the table of use to you. Dissect your own 2021. Go back and look and review. There's still plenty of time to do that. Sit down with your loved ones and be like, hey. This is what I learned. Yancey, that might be a really cool thing to bring up when you're at the holiday dinner. You can bring up that you were listening to this podcast. Yeah. And they were talking about things that we learned. What did you learn this year? <laughs> I would love for that to happen. Boy, that would be amazing. Please happen. That would be so cool. Yeah. Uh, next week's show will be here after Christmas. It's the day after Christmas. Oh, it's Boxing Day. Are we doing Boxing a show next day. Sunday? Yes. We should be. Let's be here. Let's be here. Day after Christmas. It's a day after Christmas. Let's be here. People deserve a break. And they don't have to be here. You and I are the only ones that would have to be here. Well, we'll figure it out. But uh yeah, we'll probably do a okay. show. It'll be the day after Christmas. If we're not gonna be doing the Christmas thing at your family's house on that day, on Boxing Day, then yeah. I don't think we're gonna be able to come back. I don't think it's gonna be uh come back and go forth. We have to talk about that. Cause it also looks like I might not be able to come over. They're saying that what are you there's talking about. Anyway, okay, we'll see. Anyway, we'll probably do a This podcast. is fear-based. We're talking about it's fear on the show. It's not fear-based. <laughs> Anywho, yes. So it might not be a full hour show, but we'll definitely be here. 
Okay, well, I want to let you guys know we love doing the show. Thank you so much. Five-star review, Apple Podcasts. Don't forget the book clubs on Monday nights at 8 p.m. If you want to be a part of that book club, all you have to do is contact us through Twitter at First Day Pod or the Facebook page or email us, firstdaypod at gmail.com. We'll send you the Zoom link, and then you'll be in. You could just audit if you like. No pressure. Never we're not pressure. meeting. We're not meeting until the new year now. And we're not meeting until the new year, so there's plenty of time for you to start fresh with us on our next book. Woohoo! See? Because the book club's taking a break. They understand, hey, it's break time. Yes. Good for you guys. All right. Thanks, everybody. That's it for this week's show, and uh, we wish you all the best during this Christmas week. <laughs>